afternoon and welcome to the KATH 910AM interview of the week. This is a special program that we have that's pre-recorded that airs every Saturday. We have two interviews that air um, that are all about local Catholic happenings in the DFW area. My name is Cecil Anderson and I uh, don't do these too often, but sometimes Dave lets me have the rain and I get to do some awesome interviews with all sorts of cool things that are happening locally in our Catholic uh, community. So today I am super excited to have um, kind of a unique interview. We talk a lot about different uh, missions going on. We talk to a lot of Catholic schools and things, but today we're doing something a little bit different. I have in studio with me a few members of a Catholic robotics team. You gotta wonder, how is it Catholic? What is robotics? I mean, are we talking about fighting ro robots and <laughs> things like that? Uh, we're gonna learn all about it. We've had them on a few times and every year they're just growing and how they manage themselves. They're doing uh, awesome things and always for the glory of God. So I'm super excited to welcome first Anthony Robbins, who is the CEO of Teach Robotics. Teach stands for Texas Association of Catholic Homeschoolers. <laughs> a little bit of a mouthful. Uh, and Piper Cobb, who is the executive vice president and Ariani Putra, the marketing director. So first up, uh, I just want to talk. Okay, so you all are a robotics team and you compete in a competition called BEST. Anthony, would you like to explain a little bit about what that is? Yeah, so this year's competition is titled Outbreak Adjusting to the Threat. So each team will design a robot that can navigate the human body, test and identify three types of cells, immune, uninfected, and infected, and handle them accordingly. Um, we don't have anything for the immune cells because they're already resistant to the virus, but for the uninfected cells, since they are uh, in close quarters to the infected, they're at a high risk, and so we need to isolate those. Um, and then again, for the infected cells, we don't really have to worry about those except for keeping them away from uh, anything to potentially infect them further. And by say we, you're talking about the robot. Yeah, the robot, the driver, and the spotter. So the driver and the spotter will operate the robot and handle any of the cells on the field. Uh, and then we have a testing site that's halfway on the field. Um, but yeah, they control the robot and will help uh, bring that out. Awesome. And so uh, so we're having a robot that's having to compete in this. Um, how it, best is the name of the organization? And that stands for Boosting Engineering, Science, and Technology. If you want to learn more about them, you can go to bestrobotics.org. Um, but what is it that you all have to do? Is it just all over the country? Is this just different schools, uh, homeschool groups, co-ops? How does the actual competition work? So there's 50 hubs around the United States. Each one holds a local competition. Um, so ours right now is in Cowtown. And then after that, I don't know if they're having it this year because of COVID. Um, we're trying to work around it. And so the current this year's competition is going to be held remotely. Um, but usually, yeah, you'd have the local competition and then if you advance, you can go to regionals, which last year was, um, we came in from four different states and we placed eighth, I believe. Mm, awesome. Um, so normally, how long do you have, I mean, because you think of the idea of building a robot, I am not engineering minded at all. So are you given supplies? How does this work? Do you just have to come up with things like use toilet paper rolls from around your house? How is this happening? <laughs> yeah, so Vest Robotics gives us a couple supplies. Uh, this year they've supplied us with a little bit more, so it's very generous to them and we thank them for that. Um, but yeah, so they give us some supplies. We go out, we get sponsorships to buy more supplies. Uh, and then yeah, all of our engineers, they come up with their own ideas. They're all students, so we don't get any professional help. And we just come up with the best idea that we can get and we go out and we put it forward and see what happens. 
Great. Um, and I want to introduce now to the program Piper Cobb, who is the executive vice president, who I wanted to ask you, Piper, what exactly is TEACH, particularly in, in this competition? Uh, who are you and what age group, that kind of thing? So TEACH is the Texas Association of Catholic Homeschoolers. It's, uh, the homeschool group is around the DFW Metroplex, and for the team specifically, it's ages 10 to 18. Awesome. So do you have, like, members who are 10 to 18 all the way, or...? Unfortunately, no one is 18 this year. Well, they're going to get there eventually, <laughs> right? Um, so, Piper, what exactly does it mean to be an executive vice president? That sounds super fancy. So. It, it is super fancy. And unfortunately, you don't get paid for such a role. <laughs> um, but I help the CEO, Anthony, run the team. Uh, I mainly help make sure that everyone has a job. And I help on the marketing side of things. Because I, like Sissel, am not the engineering mind. <laughs> That's a good point to bring up, though, is that um, you think about building a robot and competing in these competitions. That's for a very specific type of person who just is engineering mind, is good with tools, good with um, putting things together. Um, but you have more than that in this competition. Is that correct? Yes. So what else can people do besides if, if you're more of art minded? What can you do to help on the team? Anthony, if you want to answer that one. I'd actually like to forward it off to Ariani if she wants to talk a little bit about marketing, which is one of our largest departments. All right, the then we will introduce Miss Ariani Putra, who is the marketing director. Hello, Ariani. Hi. <laughs> so what exactly are other aspects of um, the marketing side, I guess you could say, of Teach Robotics? Yes. So there's a presentation where we go and speak to judges, sell them our robot. It takes about 20 minutes. Um, there's also social media posts that we update. And our website, we also update. Um, we also do a t-shirt competition where we make design our own t-shirt, print it, and have our sponsor names on the back of the t-shirt to thank them for their support. Um, we also do outreach where we go to underprivileged students and give them robotic kits exposure to science and engineering that they may not get otherwise. Mm, that's really cool. So what kind of uh, groups do you go to? This year, we partnered with Christ Child Society. They help local low-income students, and we gave them robotic kits that we um, assembled ourselves. We gave them to them during the summer break. Awesome. Um, and so Christ Child is a apostolate of the Fort Worth Diocese. Um, and so are you all affiliated with one parish in particular, or everyone kind of comes from different parishes? Anthony or Ariani, whoever wants to answer that one. I'll take it. Uh, so I don't live in the immediate area where our robotics team is hosted. So we all go to um, different churches, although we attend the same churches frequently. Um, but yeah, we come from all over the city and just meet up in an area. Awesome. Um, so Anthony, Ariana kind of touched on that there, or and Piper did about how you manage your team. So are you all meeting weekly? How does this work throughout the competition season? And clearly, you, you have many, how many people are on the team? I think we have around 20 members on the team this year. So that's that's a decent number of people, yeah. and it's it's kind of student-led. So how do you all organize that and make sure that you have a timeline? You have to have this robot done. The competition is 
Saturday, November 22nd, is that correct? Or is it 21st? 21st. I was a day late. (laughs) I missed the competition. (laughs) Uh, November 21st. So you have to have a, ready or not, that robot better be working. Oh, yeah. So how do you all manage your team? Yes, we have eight weeks to complete our robot uh, from the beginning of kickoff where they show us the field, the competition, everything we have to do, which I explained a little bit earlier. Um, And at the end of the eight weeks, like you said, ready or not, this is the end, right? You have to be ready. Um, So as far as leading the team, we kind of run it similarly to a business about how we organize and manage. Um, So like we introduced earlier, I'm the CEO, Piper is the EVP, and then Ariani is a marketing director. So um, we have a board of directors as well, and Mrs. Cobb is here as our head of the board of directors, president. Um, And then that way it helps us manage our team, manage our time effectively. Um, So one of the things that Piper and I do together is we coordinate and prioritize everything that has to be done before the end of the eight weeks, and then just making sure that everyone is on track and keeping with whatever is most important. It kind of sounds like a business. I feel like you're running a business here. Is that the goal? (laughs) Not entirely, but I think it's influenced a little bit by the presentation, which is where we, again, sell the robot to the judges. Um, Obviously, we're not actually selling it to them, but it's Mm. a nice interpretation. It's pretty fun. I like it. Definitely. Um, And Piper, obviously, there's several teams going in this particular hub that are competing. Uh, But what makes your guys' unique is that, A, you're a homeschool team, so that's a little bit different. You're not going to brick-and-mortar school. And you also are a Catholic team. And you all really do try to put that as the emphasis. So what are some things that you do that make it different being a Catholic team? Yes. So um, before and after each meeting, we like to pray together just to make sure we're in the right mindset to get work done. We have a lovely team of chaplains that lead us through prayer. And new this year, from a suggestion from one of our team members, is we've been praying the Angelus every evening at 6 p.m. Oh, awesome. Do you do it in Latin? No. (laughs) Maybe you should try adding that one in now. Um, That's awesome. And Ariane, I was told to ask you about... CAD, and you're the marketing director, but you also have something to do with CAD, and I have absolutely no idea what that is. So could you please explain? Yes. So for college studies, I'm interested in architecture, and a tool that architects use a lot to design and draw draw their designs is AutoCAD. It's a 3D drawing software. Um, so I've learned that this year because the robotics team uses it to draw the robot so that we have pictures of it in our engineering notebook. That's awesome. Um, just to remind everyone who's listening, if you're going, what are we talking about? A software engineering? What is this? Um, this is the KTH 910 AM interview of the week. I'm Cecil Anderson. I'm hosting today, and I have a lovely group of younger folk who are uh, members of the Teach Robotics team, which is Texas Catholic uh, Texas Association of Catholic Homeschoolers. It's a little bit of a mouthful <laughs> uh, robotics team, and they compete in an eight-week-long competition where they have to build a robot, and this year it's hysterically medically themed um, about getting a uh, antidote to a virus um, so they are they're not only are they running their little um, their group as kind of a business model so they're getting that business experience they're also doing it with a strong Catholic approach um, so speaking of COVID, Anthony, you mentioned a little bit at the beginning um, about what the competition this year is about every year it has a different theme and this year it is about kind of about a pandemic, which was, was that intentional? Did they already have that or was that, did they change it for this particular year? So at the end of each regional competition, they released the teaser trailer. So last competition, we got to watch that uh, right after the, right after we finished. 
and it was on incision decision, so still medical based, mm. but they switched it up a little bit to I think uh, form around the COVID nineteen pandemic. Mm. Um, a pretty cool trick, but yeah, definitely. Um, and just a reminder: if you want to find out more about the overall competition, that the one they're competing in is Best Robotics. Go to bestrobotics.org. And if you want to find out specifically about their team, you go to teachrobotics.org. Um, and if maybe you have a kid or you're a kid listening and you're like, that kind of sounds fun, and I want to join in, you can email info at teachrobotics.org. Um, so speaking of um, new members and such, are you all always looking for new members? You have this eight week of comp- eight weeks of competition, but do you do things throughout the rest of the year? And when can p- new people join? What are the qualifications? Whoever wants to answer that one. I'll take it. Um, so like we said, or I think Piper mentioned it, um, our age range is about 10 to 18. Um, so right away up till the time you graduate. Uh, I'm almost there. I'm getting pretty close. But <laughs> That's why you're the CEO. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, but yeah, so we like we love to take on new members, um, and especially in large families. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of younger kids there, um, but we encourage them to come over anyway, find out what we're doing, um, watch their older siblings get to work on our team. Um, but yeah, so if you're interested, go to our website or email um, info at teachrobotics.org. So, do they have to be homeschooled, a member of Teach? What are the what do you need to do? Yeah, so since we're a Catholic homeschooled team, um, you do have to be homeschooled, and then yeah, as part of it, uh, we're under Teach Robot or Teach, so you have to be a member of Teach in order to join. And like everything else that is happening this year in 2020, um, there's still probably some things a little bit up in the air about your competition. The competition date is Saturday, November 21st. And normally we could invite people to go out to a nice arena, a school there there. You can watch it. There's a live stream. A little unsure about what's happening now. But would you all be updating your website to tell people about that? Yeah, definitely. So keep an eye on our website, keep an eye on our social media, and we will let you know. I think we're anticipating live streaming the competition um, if we get that opportunity. But yeah, just keep a tab on it and we'll let you know. Awesome. Um, so I'm going to ask you all in just a minute. So I'm going to give you a couple moments to think about it and come up with a beautiful answer about what you all have learned in faith or uh, in your faith and in your in doing the business side of running Teach Robotics. What are some things you may have learned from it? And I think we'll start with Ariane, if she'll forgive me for putting her on the spot first. Um, but first, I just want to give a shout out and acknowledge um, uh Kirsten Cobb, who came here, who's the head coach and also the president of the board, of board of directors. Um, so thank you very much. And uh, I told her I wouldn't try to drag her on the air, but if she has anything she wants to say, this is the time. Thank you, Cecil. <laughs> uh, yes, reluctantly, you're pulling me in, but that's okay. Um, this has just been a tremendous program and watching the growth of all of the students and even for myself, I, I say this every year, but I think I learn as much as or more than the students do. And it's just a wonderful experience. And it's beautiful to watch all of this team of students um, really live out their Catholic faith. Mm, absolutely. I think that's what's really cool about um, this particular uh, robotics group is because they're getting the experience. They're getting the experience of working together, which I'm sure goes perfectly every single time when you put a group of 10 to 18 year olds in a room together it always goes 100% how you planned it the robot always works on the first time so there's a lot of life skills going on there but you're doing it in a safe Catholic environment as well and so you're learning to put your faith first so I want to ask them each about their experience so Ariani, are you ready to tell us what you've learned from being in this group sure all yeah. right go for it so being on the robotics team is very time time consuming and I have a 
busy schedule during these eight weeks. So it's helped me practice to have a busy life and to uh, manage my time, especially in my prayer life, to prioritize it so that it doesn't get pushed over to the margins of my life. Mm. That has been very useful. That's a really good point because that's something you're going to be dealing with for the rest of your life yeah. <laughs> is not enough time in your head. All right, and Piper, um, what, have, what has this taught you, this experience of being on the Teach Robotics team? It has taught me that teamwork is great and that we may not have anything in common, but we all have come from the basis of Catholicism, so we have a jumping off point to getting to know each other. Mm. Great. And finally, I'll leave it with uh, Anthony Robbins, the CEO of Teach Robotics. Yeah, so out of the many things that I've learned in these past five years on this team, um, I think some of the greatest things and the most prominent would be uh, personal growth and courage and being able to take the opportunity when it's uh, presented to me. Uh, when I joined this team, I was super shy, wouldn't do anything, wouldn't talk to anyone. Um, and through the provocation of the coaches and the other team members, I've been able to open up more and take seize of mm. anything that's been put in front of me. Absolutely. Um, and random question I just thought of, do you all have a patron saint of your team? We do. Oh, okay. Who is so, it? We have two patron saints, actually. Um, and we have a tradition of changing it up per season. Um, so I'm sure you've heard of him, St. Luke the Evangelist. He's a I gospel writer. I may have heard of him. May have, maybe. Um, but yeah, so he was he's the patron saint of doctors and surgeons. And so being on the premise of viruses and invading the body this year, um, we've taken him along with our other saint, St. Macrina, who is the patron saint of robotics. Awesome. So uh, that pretty much running out of time for our interview here, but it's been great having several members, particularly uh, high-ranking members of the Teach Robotics uh, Club, Texas Association of Catholic Homeschoolers. If you want to find out more about the homeschool group and um, this particular robotics team, if your kids are maybe interested in their homeschool and they want this great um, creative outlet, really, um, you can go to teachrobotics.org or you can email info at teachrobotics.org. Org. I've had in the studio with me Anthony Robbins, the CEO, Piper Cobb, the executive vice president, Ariani Putra, the marketing director, and Kirsten Cobb, the head coach, uh, who took the back seat so that the, the you know the the young adults could <laughs> have have the reins and talk about um, this awesome group that they have going on. The competition is uh, with Best Robotics, um, so you can go to bestrobotics.org to learn more. And it is happening on Saturday, November twenty first. Hopefully, there might be some live stream option or some way that you can get watch it and kind of see what it's like for yourself and especially pray for the team as they have a lot of work ahead of them and to be ready on that date <laughs> ready to go uh, to save lives with their robot giving out the antidote um, thank you all so much for being here with us today in studio Thank you so much, Cecil. Thank you. Thanks. Of course. Thank you, Cecil. Of course. Again, you've been listening to the KTH 9:10 a.m. interviews of the week. We air two of these every single Saturday, and I know it's one of Dave's favorite part of this job, and it's one of my favorite parts as well. Uh, we get to learn about so many different unique and interesting things going on in the community. And so if you have an idea of a interview that you would like us, someone you want us to interview, if they are in charge of apostolate or just people doing great things in the Catholic community, you can email Dave Palmer at davepalmer at grnonline.com and we would be really happy to hear from you. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Are you keeping a secret no one knows about? Are you worried your friends would reject you if they knew? 
We at Healing After Abortion understand the pain suffered by those who have experienced an abortion. Whether you thought it was your only option or felt pressured to make the decision, there is hope and healing available. Come join us on November 13th through 15th for a Rachel's Vineyard Retreat. Call us confidentially at 214-544-CARE or visit us at racheldallas.org. Hello. Catholic Life Insurance is a family-focused company that offers life insurance and retirement benefit plans. We are proud to support the mission of Catholic Radio on KATH 910 AM. To learn more about Catholic Life Insurance, you can contact Larry Lindzen or David Walker in our Dallas office at 972-484-3000. Again, 972-484-3000. We look forward to hearing from you. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to this edition of the KTH 910 AM uh, Interview of the Week here on the Guadalupe Radio Network in North Texas. I'm Dave Palmer, Executive Director here at the station, host of this program typically. Cecil Anderson is running the board and also doing some video work today, which is interesting because we have a very special interview to present to you that we're doing radio and also some video projects as well. And I want to thank uh, Father Alphonse Nazaro, the pastor of All Saints Catholic Church in Dallas and also, Mr. Gabe Moreno, who those two are not here uh, for helping to arrange this, and the one who is here, who I'm very grateful for, is Mrs. Viviana Stanford, uh, somebody I've known many, many years, is a dear friend, and she serves as Director of Admissions and also the Registrar for All Saints Catholic School in North Dallas, and she is here to talk about what an excellent school it is, and she also has brought two examples of the excellence of All Saints Catholic School, because a couple of the ambassadors, as they're called, are here as well. Kendra Behrens and Campbell Corrigan join us representing the ambassadors of this fine school. So let me start with um, uh, Viviana Stanford first. Uh, thanks for being here. Good to see you. Good to see you, too, and thank you for having us. It's my pleasure to be here with two fine ambassadors from our school. Yeah, I, I, they, I was telling before we started that uh, these two you must be incredibly proud of. You've got 21 ambassadors, yes. uh, and you probably could have brought any of them, and they would have represented very well. But these two just seem to be the creme de la creme. So excited <laughs> to ask them a few questions about uh, their experience at the school and also about themselves as well. Uh, really, to tell us, um, Viviana, uh, about the school, uh, you, you work for it. Your director of admissions, you get to uh, promote it and talk about it a lot. But what what makes the school special? Well, our school is filled with wonderful students and staff. I have to say, the mission of our school is to meet every child where they're at and help them to become the person that God intended them to be. Mm -hmm. And we achieve this through our four pillars um, of faith in academics. Faith in, uh, I mean, excellence in faith, excellence in academics, excellence in service, and finally, excellence in character. Hmm, very good. Yes. And I referred to the ambassador program, and people are thinking, what's an ambassador? What is this? <laughs> and so uh, tell us about these 21 students and uh, maybe brag a little bit about these two young ladies as well. Oh, yes. So the ambassador program is one that is reserved for our middle school students, and all of them are able to if they want to apply when they go through the application process they have to complete um, a pretty long application to complete an essay about a person who they admire and why or how they have overcome an adversity 
and then they go through an interview process and they have to be um, also very engaged in the school while maintaining good grades because a lot of the times they're pulled out of their classes, such as today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they hate it too, don't they? <laughs> they do. They were kicking and screaming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but they're pulled out of their classes so they can help to advertise the school and give tours to families that are coming to visit us and promote the school in any way that we can. And they're perfect examples of what we have to offer. Mm-hmm. Very good. Well, let me bring them into the conversation. As I mentioned, Kendra Behrens and Campbell Corrigan, ambassadors uh, for All Saints Catholic School in Dallas. And you can find them online, by the way, not these two girls, but the the, the, the school, uh, allsaintsk8.org, allsaintsk8.org. And so welcome to both of you, and thanks for being here. Thank yes. you. Yes, thank you for having us. So tell us first, uh, Kendra, I'll start with you, um, about the ambassador program, uh, what you have done or what your, some of your favorite roles and responsibilities through this program have been. So to be an ambassador, we actually had to write an essay, on, and mine was about my role model. And then we also had to do like some interviews. Mm-hmm. And so there was a lot of people up that applied, but only a few got in. Yeah. And um, it was just, I don't know, it was very interesting. Like I hadn't done an interview, and so it was like good practice for high school too, I would say. Yeah. And then just uh, public speaking, like just speaking to Miss Stanford. And then, um, but when we're an ambassador, we can like speak to everybody. And I, I enjoy giving tours too, because like, there's no way you can really like mess up on a tour. And it's like, <laughs> at first it was nerve wracking, but I realized like, I know my school yeah. better than they do. And I'm giving the tour and I just, I appreciate my school a lot. And so it's nice to show people like how much I appreciate it and give them the same experience that I've had. Yes. And Campbell, why did you apply or why did being an ambassador appeal to you? And uh, tell us about your experience so far being an ambassador. Um, well, I applied to be an ambassador because my principal, whenever we were in orchestra, was like, Campbell, you should be an ambassador. And I was like, okay. And so I looked at what you would be doing, and I was like, wow, this seems like really cool. And I would get to give people tours and teach them about my school and all the things that I love about my school and give them the same experience, like Kendra said. Yeah, And yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> um, and then I just love that I get to... Um, like not really lead, but in a way, like be the um, quote like ideal student and show people that what All Saints has to offer and how they can experience our great school. Mm-hmm. I have done some interviews with the superintendent and assistant superintendent of Catholic schools, uh, Dr. Variki and Dr. Alonzo, and they always stress that Catholic schools' goal is to get kids into college and heaven, you know, uh, you know, in that order, right? Because you want right. to go to college before you get to heaven, right? <laughs> yes. And so let's talk about the heaven part, uh, in particular in the faith formation at All Saints Catholic School. And I know that there, I was surprised to hear there's an apologetics class, and uh, that's something, Campbell, I think you even pointed out before we started. Do you want to talk about? Yeah. So, kind of let me start with you. As far as faith formation, uh, how has All Saints Catholic School helped you to grow in your faith? So I've been here there since kindergarten, and um, I noticed one thing that's like really like been effective is my prayer life. And I've seen other people like when they get stressed, I guess they like don't really have anybody to turn to, which makes them more stressed. But I've practiced my prayer life so much, and that's all I've been taught since kindergarten is 
you're stressed, you have a problem, like turn to God. Mm -hmm. And so like whenever I am stressed, it's very relieving to know that I can turn to God and all my worries are in his hands. And I remember we would do like practices in third grade and we had this teacher and she would quite literally teach us to like, like offer up all of our struggles to God. And I remember that was my favorite just because it literally felt like a burden was being taken off my shoulders. And it was just, I don't know, the fact that I can turn to God so easily and just my faith is so strong just because that's all I've ever known. Mm. So I, I appreciate my mom for putting me in Catholic schools just because it has bettered my faith. Yeah, that is beautiful. Gosh, I get, I get tingles <laughs> I hear you say that just because, yeah. I mean, that, that's where it, what it's all about is that relationship with God. And if the school has helped you develop that and foster that relationship in the prayer life, wow, that's uh, that's awesome. And Campbell, I know I'm kind of directing you towards this apologetics. Uh, I want to kind of ask you the open question about the, yeah. your, your faith development at, at All Saints. But tell us in the course of uh, speaking about it also about the apologetics because yeah, I know that's something that you've, you've uh, been drawn to, right? Yes, Um well, I also I came to All Saints in fourth grade, so I was at a public school for this, so I didn't get the chance to practice my faith openly at my yeah. school. So I was so thankful that I got to come and like pray every morning and pray before lunch and all the things and be be taught how to be closer to God. But in middle school, you get you're given the opportunity to have an apologetic class once a week. And apologetics is when you get to learn how to defend your faith. Mm -hmm. And I think this is super important, not only to know what your faith is and what you're standing for, but if someone's going to like try and say something bad about your faith, that you know how to respond in a calm but assertive way and prove them wrong yeah. <laughs> in a nice way. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. <laughs> <laughs> in a nice way, yeah. Yes, no, course. yeah, you're absolutely right. And I think uh, the times call for that because yeah. a lot of people are very interested in what the church teaches and a lot of them have misconceptions and to be able to learn that in middle school is so important. And uh, I understand there's opportunities for mass, there's opportunities for Bible studies. And so um, it sounds like it's just authentically Catholic, the school, and yes, a lot of opportunities really to grow in the faith. So that's awesome. Character formation. You know, character is so important. In fact, that was one of the pillars, excellence in character. Um, speak about that and some of the ways that not only the ambassadors, because that's a, you know elite group of 21 students, but <laughs> just in general, how the average student, uh, you know, Kendra, maybe you can start, uh, has opportunities to grow in character. So we have guidance. Well, we used to. I don't think we do this year just because of COVID and how our schedule is run now. But we used to have guidance once a week. And we'd have it with the whole middle school. And I know the younger grades would have it also. And just we would go through like virtues and we'd have virtues of the month. And we even have students that are selected like who like take out the virtues of the month and they get to have lunch with our principal. And so it's just really always practicing those virtues and focusing on them. And then like when a new student will come, it's such a small school that like everybody in our school like at least everybody will talk to them and comfort them and just like tell them you're there for them. And it's just, that's, we've always, that's all we've ever known is like talk to everybody, be nice to everybody and just 
that's all we've been taught. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And I see here that you learn critical thinking skills, you learn social skills. I mean, y'all are exhibiting that right now because <laughs> they wouldn't yeah. send somebody for a radio interview who couldn't communicate. But uh, <laughs> so how how is how are those critical thinking skills and being able to express your opinions, your thoughts, uh, yeah. your opinions on things? How is that cultivated? I think the the ambassador program is just one great example of being able to talk to adults in just a calm way and not freak out because it's someone <laughs> older. But I also think that we have a lot of other like leadership roles that you have to go and talk to the principal to discuss something that's going to happen. Like um, I'm the president of our beta club at school, and then we also have our student council, of course. And so um, I had to find a way to get our COVID meetings going and so we had to go to the principal and talk to her about a way that we could have a safe but still, like, mm-hmm. we can do things. Yeah, right, right. Yeah. Some kind of compromise during the circumstances yeah. of COVID and all that. If you're just tuning in, we are talking about All Saints Catholic School in far north Dallas. Uh, their actual address is 7777 Osage Plaza Parkway in Dallas, 75252. You can find them online at All Saints. K8.org. Uh, we're honored to have in studio with me the Director of Admissions and the Registrar, Mrs. Viviana Stanford, and also two of the ambassadors uh, who are uh, representing the school so well, Kendra Behrens and also Campbell Corrigan. And let's talk about other parts of All Saints Catholic School that you like, uh, advantages of All Saints, maybe things that make it unique. I, I I was surprised to see that Mandarin is being taught at the school. That's kind of cool, the small yes. class size. Or um, what, what what in particular, Kendra, we'll start with you. Do, you. do you find to be advantageous, maybe unique, special about All Saints? Um, I really appreciate the size of our school. It's like a, a smaller school, and therefore, like, sports-wise, I'm... I really enjoy sports, like, and I can participate in pretty much all the sports they offer. And that's, in my opinion, that's really unique that everybody can participate and just team bonding. And that's just a way to get closer with everybody. Like, I know one of my friends actually, she hadn't done sports. Um, and she came in uh, seventh grade and then she competed on the track team and got MVP. So it was just a nice opportunity, like, for her to be able to try everything and do all these like new things and the like you said the mandarin and spanish classes are really unique we have um mandarin like we have the new year's party for um the chinese new year Mm -hmm. and we celebrate that and we just the culture is nice and they bring in the tiger and like the dances and it's it's really like cool to see all the cultures they bring into the school too. Yeah, and you mentioned the 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 the, cl- the size of the school and I know class sizes are uh, are good so that every I remember in speaking to Father uh, Alphonse and Gabe and uh, Mrs. Stanford uh, everybody feels like <clears throat> they're not in a huge crowd. Everybody can develop into the the person God would like them to be as Mrs. Stanford said at the beginning. Um, tell us about that Campbell about that aspect of All Saints or anything else that uh, you have appreciated since you've been there and starting in fourth grade, right? I think that there's a lot of things about All Saints that are special since we're such a small school and we're kind of just like this big family since there have been people like Kendra who's been here since she was a baby. (laughs) And I think that one of the most unique things that I noticed was just everyone, you know everyone, 
Like mm-hmm. it, there's such a small class sizes and everything that you know everyone and you're just friends with everyone. Like you can just point to someone and say that's so and so and they're my friend. Like you know them and you know their family and I just love that it's just this one big family. And then we not only have this big family, but we also have like special things like the Mandarin class, which is super cool with all the celebrations. And then also we have our um, big thing, which was uh, recently our Innovation Technology Lab, which um, our students get to go to twice a week. Yeah, something like that, twice Mm -hmm. or three times a week. And they get to learn coding and how to be tech savvy on their computers mm-hmm. and all the different things and we have a super cool technology teacher that teaches us since in our modern way now that computers are such a big thing that we get to learn how to use them mm-hmm. um, when I received the email from Mrs. Stanford it said that you both have A averages, you're both A students yes. and also said that Campbell is a singer and she's a yeah. cantor at mass and she would be more than happy to sing a little something <laughs> for us and so yeah. I'm going to get to that but I'm going to leave everybody hanging a little <laughs> bit longer for that but I'm okay. curious about what perhaps your each of your future goals are is there a particular area of study that you might consider in high school or beyond or, or what, what are you thinking for the future Kendra? So my ultimate goal would be doing anything with public speaking and I also enjoy acting. I was in theater this year and I just really enjoy like being able to perform and talk in front of everybody. Um, but my other goal is I would want to go to A&M and then study to Whoop. be a dentist. <laughs> <That's right. laughs> I'm sorry, I had to do that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and study to be a dentist. Um, and... Yeah. Well, wow, that that is such so eclectic. I mean, to to be a performance, public speaking, uh, you know, being a dentist, and yes. so there's some science there. There's some arts. It's, it's a very well-rounded uh, type of, uh, you know, uh, you know, future that you're looking for. So that's yes. awesome. All right. So Campbell, what about you? What's what's the, would you like the future to hold for yourself? <laughs> well, um, I also was in theater, so I love performing and all that kind of stuff. Um, but I would want to go to SMU. And then, obviously, I'm only in eighth grade, so I don't really know my exact career, but I know that I would want to be a lawyer or a doctor or something that I've been looking into recently is doing the social media for different types of companies Mm. and learning how to see things that people like to see in um, their scrolling on Instagram or whatever. Yeah. yeah, well, gosh, that's a that's a great field. But yeah, you're keeping your options open, and yeah. uh, might be law or medicine or social <laughs> media and dentistry and public speaking, and so that that's that's great. I think it's awesome that you're considering so many different things. And uh, Kendra Barons, Campbell Corrigan are ambassadors from All Saints Catholic School in North Dallas. Their website is allsaintsk8.org. Also joining me, Mrs. Viviana Stanford, who serves as the director of admissions and the registrar as well. And uh, before we go to Mrs. Stanford. We're going to hear Campbell sing a little bit. Is there a particular song that you have in mind, or what Um, would you like to sing? Well, there's this song that we sing at Mass, and every single time that we sing it, I'm like, this is such a beautiful song, and it's called Amazing Love. Uh Uh-huh. Pretty plain and simple. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So would you like me to just go? Oh, yes, please. Oh, yeah. So, amazing love, how can it be that you, my king, would die for me? 
Amazing love, I know it's true, and it's my joy to honor you in all I do. I honor you. Yeah, all right. Very good. <laughs> Very <you>. nice. <laughs> and we're going to ask you to either do a root canal or a public speaking because you want to be a dentist, right? No, I'm, I'm kidding. Uh, that would take too long. But anyways, uh, great to, to meet both of you and yeah. thank you for coming out. I hope you're having a good experience. You're just getting started too because Sissel's doing a video. I mentioned that at the beginning of the interview. She's yeah. And uh, y'all might do some little creative video before uh, you, you leave. And so uh, thanks again, Kendra Behrens and Campbell Corrigan, uh, ambassadors and all saints Catholic school. Let me go back to Mrs. Stanford, uh, Viviana, and uh, just any final thoughts about the school and, and and what you've heard for the interview so far, and also maybe an invitation to people listening to go to a couple of your upcoming open houses. Yes, thank you, Dave. So first, I just wanted to thank you again for letting us come and have this time together, and also for the two ambassadors for being here and doing such a good job. So as you can see, these girls are wonderful examples of our student body and particularly both Kendra and Campbell combined. They're involved in 19 extracurricular oh, activities. Really? Oh, wow. While maintaining that <laughs> straight eight average. Yeah. But I think the most important thing when families in a time like today, when it's so hard to raise your students in the faith mm-hmm. and you're wondering where is a safe place for your child to be, I mean, I can't think of a better place than All Saints, just because not only are we filling them with their faith and supporting them and working together with the families, but also the advantage of that small class size where no student is lost. And then when they're not, they're filled with so many opportunities. And really, every student, the sky is the limit. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they have so many blessings that we can help uncover. So uh, we're going to have a couple of open house events. Coming up, if you're looking for a school um, that has so many things to offer, please consider visiting us. Um, the first one will be on November the 14th. If you go to our website to register, it's going to be a socially distanced event. And uh, there will be few families at a time having a, a tour from one of, an, of our ambassadors, like Campbell and Corrigan. And um, we would register, and the tour time is from 9 until noon. And the second event will be on December the 12th. And of course, if those dates don't work, we are also conducting tours on the weekends okay. with our amazing ambassadors. All right, very good. So that is 9 to 12 on November 14th or December 12th. And you can also uh, contact Viviana Stanford if the, one of those dates don't work. And you can do all that through their website, allsaintsk8.org, allsaintsk8.org. And I think that does it. Is there anything else that uh, we missed, or did we cover it all? Right? No. Okay, thanks so much uh, to Thank Mrs. You. Stanford, also Kendra Behrens and Campbell Corrigan, and also for the parents who yeah. are on the, the cheering and uh, squad and, and, and pr- prayer support during the interviews. Yes. We appreciate uh, Mom thank and Dad. Thank you so Mom. much for having us. Thank yeah, you. well, thank you. And also thanks to uh, Cecil, as I mentioned. Cecil's uh, going to put together a nice video, and that's going to show up on some social media platforms. And so look out for that as well. And we have been talking about All Saints Catholic School. It's one of our missions is to promote the good things happening at Catholic schools, Catholic parishes, the diocese, all the different apostolates. And there is a lot of good things going on uh, this year. And going forward, if you'd like to learn more about All Saints Catholic School, just visit their website, All Saints K8.org, All Saints, uh, the letter K and the number 8. 
www.ncpodcast.org. Thanks to Kendra Campbell and uh, Mrs. Viviana Stanford for uh, being part of this interview. Uh, that's going to do it. If you have any suggestions for future interviews, always like to hear from you. You can email me directly at davepalmer at grnonline.com. God bless you. Have a great rest of your weekend. Thanks for joining us for this week's KATH 910 AM Interview of the Week. We hope you've enjoyed this presentation of Catholic news and information pertinent to North Texas Catholics. Please join us again next week at this same time for another KATH 910 AM Interview of the Week. Victory Investment Strategies is a sponsor of KATH 910 AM. They pray for continued blessings on all who make Catholic Radio possible in North Texas. The unique programming is vital to our daily lives. Victory Investment Strategies is a full-service investment firm owned by Joel and Elizabeth Victory, members of St. Patrick Cathedral in Fort Worth. They offer a variety of products and will customize a plan to fit your individual needs. 866-810-6800. 866-810-6800. Securities offered through LPL Financial Member FINRA SIPC. Live each day with a dignity. All KATH 910 AM listeners are invited to learn more about preserving dignity, especially at the end of life, by joining the St. Mark Pro-Life Group on Saturday, November 7th from 9.30 to 10.30 AM for an online presentation given by the CPLC Speakers Bureau. To sign up and to be a part of this great discussion, please contact Jan Story at jstory at prolifedallas.org or call 972-986-5463. The Guadalupe Radio Network thanks John Morrison with Morrison Heating and Air for his support of the Guadalupe Radio Network in North Texas. Morrison Heating and Air specializes in heating and air conditioning service for the counties of Denton, Collin, Cook, and Grayson. You can contact John with Morrison Heating and Air by calling 940-597-6099. That's 940-597-6099 for Morrison Heating and Air. Join the Guadalupe Radio Network in praying for the upcoming elections and for the United States. We will be praying a Rosary Novena through November 3rd. After the Divine Mercy Chaplet, we will be airing the Rosary for America featuring Julie Carrot, host of We Sing Our Faith. So join us in praying for our country and for the upcoming election through November 3rd.
Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth. Catholic radio for your soul on the Guadalupe Radio Network in North Texas. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone. This is Julie Carrick inviting you to join